Hello and welcome to Confident Women Glow, the podcast brought to you by the Confetti Collective, a digital media platform that inspires and empowers women to take ownership, take responsibility, and take up space in their lives. I am Mo James, certified confidence coach and founder of the Confetti Collective, and I believe that confidence is a foundation for a big, beautiful life. And when your confidence is growing, you will glow even in the darkest of times. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get into this episode. You know, the pandemic has caused all of us to be in the house and we haven't really been able to be around people the way we want to. But the beautiful thing about technology is that we can still get together. We can still be together without being together. So I'm excited to be here with you tonight to have this conversation about self-talk and ego. I know we weren't going to go here, but we got to go here. So I'm excited for you to be here with us tonight. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Mondays with Mo. As I said, I'm Mo James, founder and certified confidence coach here at the Confetti Collective. Everything we do is about confidence. Everything we do is about confidence. We, the, the, I believe that confidence is a building block to a big, beautiful life and There are pieces or aspects of confidence that we get to work on and we get to nurture that support our big, beautiful lives. So I want to talk today about self-talk. Self-talk is one of those areas, one of those nine areas of confidence. If you follow us on Instagram, we have been talking specifically about self-talk for most of the month. I decided that I wanted to have more of those conversations where we break down so many of those pieces of confidence so that you, the women that make up our community, know what you want to be working toward. It's one thing to believe or to think that confidence looks a certain way, right? We've been sold a bill of goods. We, we, society conditions us to believing that the person who's the loudest in the room is the most confident one or the, or the person who looks a certain way is the most confident one. That's not the case. Confidence looks different on every woman, but making sure that all of those areas, all of those areas of confidence are being nurtured and being allowed to bloom is key. So what I want to talk about tonight is self-talk as one of those areas of confidence that we all get the opportunity to work on. Hey, Shells, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you. So let's talk about, so self-talk first. I want to define self-talk, and then we're going to get into what ego has to do with self-talk. So self-talk is the words that are on repeat in our minds. I like to say that our words, whether they're spoken or whether they're, we hear them up here, they have the power to do hurt, to hurt, to harm, to help, and to heal. Hurt, harm, help, and heal. Our words have the power to do all of those things in our lives. And if we are on that journey that I referenced earlier, where we're looking to discover, uh, discover more of ourselves, activate, nurture, and allow our confidence to bloom, we have our self-talk needs to be in alignment with that. We, we, we have to work on that area as well because everything that we're hearing, that we're saying, creates our lives. 
So it's very important to get the, our thought life in alignment with what it is that we say we want, because that becomes the, that's the proving ground. That becomes the, the activator or the catalyst for what we're able to welcome in, to usher in, to create in our lives. So I want to talk today about what ego has to do with self-talk. So before we get into that piece, what is ego? When we hear the word ego, we usually think of certain things. We get, we get images of people in our minds, right? In our group, Confident Women Do a Better, the post earlier today had a, a, a gif of Kanye because a lot of people, when they think of ego, they think of Kanye, right? We think that ego is looks like somebody thinking more highly of themselves than they ought to, right? That's what we think about as ego. Ego is the source of our self-worth. The thing is, uh, for a lot of us, for those of us that, for a lot of us, I'll say it this way, for a lot of us, the ego that we carry that we have right now in adulthood was actually developed in our childhood. That the ego that we are walking around with in our 30, 40, 50, 60 through year old bodies <laughs> was developed in childhood. It was formed as a result of beliefs that came from ideas that were planted in us from our parent figures. It came from the other people around us. It came from experiences. It came from our communities. The thing though, ego comes from things that we that we live through, experiences that we live through. So here's the thing. Ego, is it's not made up. It's not things that we imagine. A lot of times, it comes from what we live through, what we ourselves experienced. And because we experience certain things, ego kicks in and starts to paint our entire world with the same brush of the experience that we had. Ego is often formed when we're in survival mode. Some of us have, some of us have lived through some things, okay? Some of us have come through a lot to get to where we are. And as a result of those experiences, whether they were big T traumatic or little T traumatic, we, we formed beliefs and ideals that, that make up our ego that actually created a disconnect during that time. Those traumatic experiences, big T trauma, little T trauma, created responses in us and that's what our ego is working to preserve. Ego shows up in any way where we are externalizing what we feel internally as uncomfortable. So when you think about the narcissist, everybody, everybody has dealt with a narcissist in their life. We know that a narcissist is secretly insecure, but they, they don't, they are, are unable to deal with the discomfort and can process the insecurity. So instead they project what is internally uncomfortable. They project it outwardly. That's what ego does because the, our ego has one job. The one job of our ego is to protect our inner child. Lived experiences, often in childhood, allow us to create the atmosphere where our ego gets to show up to protect our inner child. And it does that by keeping us in familiarity. 
keeps us safe, keeps us in places that are familiar and that are predictable because it's in that familiarity and that predictability that it finds safety. Ego is always looking for a reason to activate. Ego is hypervigilant, always looking for a reason to show up. Ego does not compromise. Ego does not show compassion. Ego doesn't show grace because the one job is to keep our inner child safe. And I'm using safe in quotations to keep our inner child in a place of predictability and familiarity. So with that, ego does not consider nuance. Ego doesn't, ego, is, ego doesn't consider flexibility and ego is constantly sending us messages to play it safe. And those messages come through in our self-talk. So that's the connection. So when we, when, when somebody like me or any of the other people that you all, I'm sure you all follow, show up and start to talk about different ways of being and new ways of doing things. What does, what do you think ego does? Ego is like, pump your brakes, sis. We're not doing that. We don't know what that is. Stay away. That's the self-talk that we hear in our minds. Shells on Instagram says a lot of perfectionism from my ego. Listen, you are very aware, Shells, very aware. So ego, when it's activated, shows up in our self-talk. Our self-talk is that unconscious inner narrative. And without any intervention, if we don't do anything about it, our self-talk is the voice of our ego. The, the words that we constantly hear in our minds on a loop is the voice of our ego whose job it is to keep us in predictability and familiarity. It's a stream of thoughts that are constantly repeating, constantly repeating, constantly repeating. And that what ego wants us to remember is unfamiliar, is scary. We're not doing it. Ego will tell us, even if this is painful, at least it's predictable. Even if this hurts us, at least we know what to expect. So we will not, we will resist doing what the lady on Facebook or on Instagram said to do. We will resist that because we can't predict what's going to happen on the other side. Anything that ego encounters that disagrees with that inner narrative Resistance gets thrown up. Anything that contradicts the thoughts that you might be thinking about yourself, the thoughts that you may not even be willing to admit. I don't deserve love. I'm not considered. I have to sacrifice myself. I have to give everything to everybody. I, I'm not worthy of self-care. I'm not worthy of healthy relationships. All of those things that are constantly on loop in our heads. I can't trust people with my feelings. 
all of those those thoughts are constantly on repeat. And what happens is you go to a seminar or you tune into a live broadcast or you listen to you listen to a podcast and you you see you hear the speaker speaking your life. The speaker is telling you things about yourself that you are like, yes, yes, and yes, I want that. I deserve that. You say it out loud, but the inner narrative fueled by ego is doing its damnedest to keep you in what's familiar. The inner narrative is raising up so loud and is telling you, you can't do that. You don't deserve that. Remember what happened the last time? That inner narrative, that self-talk is so powerful. And it's counting on us being unaware. That inner narrative will say, well, yeah, I mean, they, they make you feel, they make you feel horrible about yourself. Maybe they even beat you, but at least this is predictable. You don't know what's going to happen out there if you try to go off on your own. Maybe they treat you badly, but at least you know what to expect. That's, that right there is how ego, when she is unchecked, can show up in your self-talk and work against Everything that you are praying for, that you are dreaming about, that you are writing in your journal, that you are collecting affirmations to do, everything that you are outwardly doing, thinking that you are working in one direction, if it's unchecked, your self-talk fueled by your ego will be poking holes in your boat. And our awareness is the key. It's hard, it's really difficult to choose to thrive when your self-talk is rooted in survival mode. That's why this conversation is so important. It's difficult to consciously choose to grow when your self-talk fueled by your ego is designed to keep you small. It's designed to keep you small out of fear that you are going to be hurt again. But here's the thing, ladies. This journey of confidence that we are all on, the, the evolutionary process of thriving in our confidence on a higher level, it requires an awareness of ourselves. We have to notice, we have to be able to call out when our self-talk is rising up and convincing us not to try or convincing us to be quiet, or convincing us that we don't deserve such and such, or convince, or causing us to sabotage opportunities and beautiful things that are trying to come into our lives. It requires an awareness. We have to recognize it for what it is. And the beautiful, and here's the thing, Recognize, because I know I'm saying recognize it and I know that's probably bringing up some fear and maybe even some shame and guilt in some of you right now. It's okay. Release the shame, release the fear, release the guilt. Use this opportunity to show some grace to yourself 
and realize that your ego was what you needed. Those walls that are up around you were formed at a time when you needed them. They were formed at a time when you needed those, those barriers to survive. And now you can start to develop a sense of self-trust and safety within yourself that will allow you to tell your ego that it's okay. To tell your ego, we don't need to play small. We don't need to silence ourselves. We don't need to blend into the wallpaper. We don't need to curl up in the corner. We can use our voices. We can advocate for ourselves. We can honor our boundaries. We can be vulnerable. We can, we can welcome love and, be and, and beauty and goodness and joy into our lives. We can do it, but we have to first recognize and witness our ego without judgment. So ask yourself this, ask yourself if you have been praying and dreaming for a better life for yourself in whatever way that looks, but you know that you are, where you are now, you want to get to the next. You've been praying about it. Maybe you've been journaling about it. So you're doing all of the outwardly actions, but ask yourself, give yourself the room to identify if your self-talk has been whispering doubt and unworthiness and scarcity and fear because your ego desires to keep things predictable. Your ego desires to keep you in the familiar. Ask yourself if you have been speaking one thing outwardly and saying this is what I desire for my life and your self-talk has been speaking the opposite. Because that then is where you start to do the work of changing the narrative so that you can start to create what it is that you say you desire for your life. You can start to make space and welcome in all, all of the juiciness that you want out of your life. You, but you have to recognize that for one, no shame, no guilt on the ego. That was what you needed at the time. And if ego is fueling your self-talk right now, recognize that you are not your thoughts and your thought, just because you think a thought, that doesn't make it true. It doesn't mean it's true. Acknowledge that those thoughts, the, the things that you are thinking that you are ashamed of admitting, recognize that those are the thoughts that are blocking all of the work that you say you're doing. All of the external actions that you're taking. Recognize that it's here. It's in your self-talk. That the sabotage is coming in. Once you can identify the negative thoughts, the negative self-talk, the ego reaction, you can flip the script. You can choose to flip the script and reframe the thought into something that supports your higher vision.
Thanks for listening, ladies. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and leave us a rating in your podcast player. It really helps us get found by more women who are searching for conversations and communities just like this one. Thank you so much for being a part of the collective, and I hope you'll be back for our next episode. Later.